Section 14 of Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume 2, by Father Louis de Segur. Little Virtues That which is little in the eyes of man is often great in the sight of God, and the Christian faith teaches us that God loves the simple and lowly of heart. Judging only by outward appearances, we may divide all virtues into two classes, little and great. Great virtues, or at least those which men call great, are brilliant and striking qualities, such as claim universal notice and admiration, whilst those which men call little are simple, hidden virtues, concealed from the eyes of the world, and absorbed, as it were, in the sweet completeness of a good and holy life. Everyone, said St. Francis of Sales, in his ever-gentle, gracious words, everyone desires to have brilliant virtues and to display them fixed to the cross so that they may be seen and admired from afar. Very few are eager to gather those which, like the thyme and violet, grow at the foot and in the shadow of that tree of life. Yet these are they which have the sweetest perfume, and have been most freely watered with the blood of Jesus, who gave this precept to his children as their most important lesson. Learn of me, for I am meek and humble of heart. It is not everyone who is called upon to exercise the great virtues of magnanimity firmness, patience, endurance, constancy, and courage. The occasions which call them forth are very rare, yet all desire to possess them, because they are seen and known of men, and thus even human vanity is often unconsciously soothed and gratified. As to little virtues, the world esteems them not, but passes them utterly by, and the heart that desires them must needs be pure and true. Who indeed pays any attention to the virtue which gently yields to another's ill-temper, and patiently bears with another's imperfections, which meekly endures a little injustice, an unreasonable prejudice, a distasteful companionship, and all the thousand little pinpricks which do so goad and irritate our faulty human nature that we may truly call them the small miseries of life. Who troubles to praise or to exalt the humility of those who bear a refusal with sweetness, who are grateful for a benefit, who treat their inferiors with kindness and courtesy, and are tender and pitiful to the poor? All these we consider mere trifles. We desire only those virtues which St. Francis of Sales described as braves et bien vertus, namely, 
virtues which are dazzling and outwardly attractive, and we do not consider that life is so made up of little things and trifling actions that for extraordinary virtues there is very little room. Opportunities for making a fortune are not to be met with every day, but every day we may gain a little, and if we do but husband our small resources, we shall certainly grow rich in time. We should quickly accumulate great spiritual riches, and should lay up for ourselves treasure in heaven, if we would but employ in God's most holy service all the little occasions which we meet with every moment. Let us therefore rejoice that we can so easily please God and become perfect. Let us never lose one happy chance of sanctifying our life, but lifting our hearts in prayer, let us consecrate our most trifling actions, our lightest labors, and our lightest cares by offering them to God. Let us do all for Jesus, and we shall not lose our reward. Like the ant, which during the summer accumulates little by little its provisions for the winter, we shall find, when life's labor is over, that we shall reap in a glorious and eternal harvest the reward for which we have worked so humbly here below. End of section 14. Read by Carrie Adams, your book voice, at Mesa, Arizona, on the 18th of February, 2022.